Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, invites you to Be the Informed Patient with the podcast that features experts from Central New York's only academic medical center. I'm your host, Amber Smith. Lung cancer remains the leading cause of cancer death in the United States, so efforts to improve survival can make a huge impact. Here to talk about his research on lung cancer treatment is Dr. Jeffrey Bogart. He's professor and chair of radiation oncology at the Upstate Cancer Center, and his lung cancer research was recently published in the Journal of Clinical Oncology. Welcome to The Informed Patient, Dr. Bogart. Thank you. Nice to talk. Your research focused on radiotherapy for patients with a small cell lung cancer. That's the type that is often caused by smoking. Is that right? That is correct. In fact, the majority of lung cancer is caused by smoking, but there are more and more folks, particularly women who have lung cancer without a history of smoking. So both small cell and non-small cell typically are smoking related, but almost universally small cell is smoking related. And what is radiotherapy? So radiotherapy is high energy radiation that is focused out of a very state-of-the-art advanced machine that is a local treatment kind of similar to surgery in a way that can eliminate and kill off cancers when it's focused appropriately. And how long does it usually take? Well, there's lots of different ways to give radiotherapy in lots of different situations. So there are some patients where we do three or five treatments, and there's other patients where we do 35 or 40 treatments over seven or eight weeks. Small cell lung cancer is a very special type of lung cancer in that we have a few different options in terms of radiotherapy treatment. We have a lot of clinical experience and data going back 30 years in terms of looking at how to best treat small cell lung cancer with radiotherapy. Does radiotherapy actually get rid of the cancer cells? That is absolutely the goal of radiotherapy. The cancer cells, because they're growing and dividing more rapidly, are more likely to die off from the radiotherapy and then the surrounding area. So while radiotherapy is not 100% effective, there's a very good chance to shrink down with the goal of completely eliminating the cancer. How do doctors determine how much radiotherapy is the right amount for each particular patient? Because it varies from patient to patient, right? Most of the time, it varies according to the clinical stage and the entity. So for patients that have small cell lung cancer, there's two basic categories. One is extensive stage. That means that it's spread somewhere else in the body, outside of the lungs and outside of the chest. The other is called limited stage. And that's what we're talking about today. That means it's contained within the lung and the lymph nodes in the middle of the chest, what we call the mediastinum. We do have a lot of information on giving radiotherapy in that situation for a limited small cell lung cancer. And that's the patient population that my trial addressed. I know we're going to get into this with your trial, but how do you go about determining whether a big dose once a day or splitting the dose in half twice a day is going to work better? Really, the only way to know for sure is to do comparative trials. So the, the first modern trial 
that was done to look at that question in small cell lung cancer was done in the early 1990s. And that trial showed that if you give a smaller dose twice a day and finish in three weeks, so that's basically twice a day, weekdays, so it's 30 sessions over 15 weekdays, that was better than giving the same dose once a day over five weeks, the same total dose accelerating the way that we give treatment actually had a, a fairly noticeable impact on how many patients were cured. So what has happened in the last 30 years is the technology we have has allowed us to be more aggressive and give much higher doses of radiation than we used to give. So the two times a day to this, what we call standard dose, which is 45 gray or 4,500 units, we compared going up to 7,000 units or 70 gray. Uh, so we kept the standard, which was twice a day. We went for a full seven weeks and we had done several trials prior to this showing that we were able to give seven weeks of radiotherapy fairly safely and it looked to be effective. We found that both regimens are fairly effective. The results we saw in this trial were better than results we've seen previously. Part of that is just better care as time goes along, better technology. Uh, but the results were promising for patients, whether they got twice a day or once a day radiation. How many patients were involved in your study? And I'm assuming some of them came from Syracuse. Yeah. So it was a national study. Uh, so we collaborated through our, what we call our cooperative group that is sponsored by the National Cancer Institute. So there were more than 700 patients on the trial, and I believe about 15 to 20 of them came from upstate. How did you decide or did patients have any say in which what one they got, whether they got it once or, or twice? Well, the magic of doing these clinical trials is that we don't know the right answer and patients have to, you know, help us understanding that we don't know which is best and allow us to assign one or the other. That's really the whole reason to do the trial to determine which one is better. If we knew in advance that we wouldn't be asking the question and doing the trial. This is Upstate's The Informed Patient Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Smith. I'm talking with Dr. Jeffrey Bogart. He's professor and chair of radiation oncology at the Upstate Cancer Center. And in addition to taking care of patients, he's also involved in clinical research. So you said there's not a big difference in survival. Is that right? That, that, that is correct. So there was a prior trial done in Europe uh, that you know, suggested that the twice a day might be better than going to a higher dose once a day. Our trial found that going to the seven weeks was looked to be just as good, maybe slightly better numbers, but not significantly different than twice a day. When you are prescribing this for patients, can you take into consideration what's convenient for them if both of them will work, but it's easier for them to just have it once a day, can that help you in your decision-making? 
It's a good question because there's pros and cons to both approaches, right? One advantage of twice a day is that you get the treatment in and it's done. For those that have once a day, they're also getting chemotherapy together with the radiation, which is important. And we're looking in more detail at the trial now, but it may be more likely that you might need a treatment break or interruption uh, because of the blood counts going down if you extend the treatment out over six or seven weeks, whereas you may be able to get through the treatment a little bit quicker without needing to stop if you do it twice a day. People with small cell lung cancer, are they all recommended for radiation? Is that pretty standard? But standard for patients that have the limited stage, those that have more extensive disease, meaning that it spread somewhere else in the body, there is a subset of those that get radiation. But for that patient population, the newest treatment is that we know that immunotherapy, that's medication that stimulates the body's immune system to recognize and fight the cancer, has been found effective to help with those patients. We also just finished a clinical trial that we participated in, another national trial that looked at whether or not immunotherapy would be beneficial for patients with limited stage disease. And that trial has completed, that's about 500 patients, but we don't yet have the results. And in that trial, patients could either get twice a day or once a day radiotherapy. So it was up to the patient and the physician in terms of the treatment. So you really have to think about all of the other treatments that are going to be part of this in addition to the radiotherapy, because you, you mentioned chemotherapy as well or and or immunotherapy, right? Absolutely. There have been a lot of advances in lung cancer. Most of the changes have been in the non-small cell lung cancer with what we call targeted agents, looking at very personalized medicine. But we're beginning to do that in small cell lung cancer as well. And the first advance really was with immunotherapy for patients that have extensive stage disease. What we're trying to do now is really determine which patients benefit the most from immunotherapy and maybe which patients would benefit more from other treatments. Now, getting back to the study that you did, I'd like to ask you about the adverse events or the side effects. I think you were saying that there weren't more side effects from having more intensive radiation than with, with it spread out more. Is that right? Overall, there was no major difference in side effects. The main thing we worried about is swallowing because the esophagus runs down the middle of the chest. And most of the time with small cell lung cancer, there's lymph glands involved with the cancer that are near the esophagus. And if the esophagus gets irritated, that could cause difficulty swallowing and eating. It's generally temporary and manageable. In the prior trial, the one from 30 years ago, those that got radiation twice a day because it was more intensive, got more severe difficulty with swallowing and esophagitis. That was not the case for our trial. Uh, it was about the same on both what we call treatment arms. There may have been a small difference. We talked a little bit about the blood counts, and there probably were a few more patients that had difficulty recovering blood counts over time with the more prolonged radiotherapy, but there wasn't a significant difference. 
Now, based on the results of your study, which small cell lung cancer patients with limited small cell lung cancer might be candidates for the once a day versus twice a day? It's, it's a good question. And actually, there's no particularly great answer right now. What we are doing right now is doing in-depth subset analysis. So it may be that certain patients, based on perhaps gender or age or other factors, may do better with one versus the other. We're looking also at the extent of how big the cancer was, how extensive the involvement in the lymph nodes was. So that's research that we're doing right now. We, we hope to present that uh, in April in a, in a European lung cancer meeting in uh, Copenhagen. How long do you think it'll be before the results of your study are reflected in national guidelines? There are national guidelines that are published called uh, NCCN guidelines. So our trial will be part of those guidelines in helping physicians choose how to treat patients. Just how important is radiotherapy to the overall survival of someone with small cell lung cancer? Radiotherapy has been shown to improve cure rates for small cell lung cancer. And it's one of the diseases where we have a lot of information, a lot of clinical data showing that with the use of radiotherapy, patients do better. The likelihood of being alive five years down the road is much better with radiotherapy. So it's become standard when there's disease limited to the chest to use radiotherapy. Well, Dr. Bogart, thank you so much for making time to tell us about your research. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. My guest has been Professor and Chair of Radiation Oncology, Dr. Jeffrey Bogart from the Upstate Cancer Center. The Informed Patient is a podcast covering health, science, and medicine brought to you by Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, and produced by Jim Howe. Find our archive of previous episodes at upstate.edu informed. This is your host, Amber Smith, thanking you for listening.